Welcome to the Stella Films Podcast. I'm your host, Stella. Today, we are going to be doing the third episode of the podcast, and this is all about screenwriting again, but this is a different element, because maybe you do have an idea, and you have a solid foundation for your character and your structure, but you don't really know how to really get going with your writing, and it's not writer's block, which was covered in the previous, but it's just something else is kind of missing, and that is preparation. Preparation is very important, because when you really want to get going with writing, you have to prepare yourself and get organized. Organization is key pretty much with anything, but writing, it's very essential to be crafting an amazing story that will hook people So I have four easy steps that you can take to organize yourself, take your own time to get into the good mindset of writing, and then get going. But you just have to bear with me because they're easy, but you have to be willing to go for it. Alright, step one, jot down all of your ideas. So you may be saying, what do you mean by all of my ideas? I have a million different ideas. Well, if if you have a plot and a character structure that you kind of have an idea of where you're going with this, but you're just not in the right mindset, write everything that you know before you get started. So write down, if you know your exposition, write it down. Rising action, ideas for that, write it down. Your climax, you may have an idea for that, you may not. Write it down. And then finally, following action resolution that kind of mingle together, write it down. That's your plot. Then character. Write anything about your character that you know. End of the story. Doesn't have to be so crazy, just... Is it a girl? Is it a boy? How old? And are they in school? What grade? Um, Personality traits. Just random little things. You can also look up character questionnaires, which are very nice because you get to kind of think about your character as a person. Great to have, just as long as you're writing down anything that you really have to talk about in your story, anything that you know right offhand, write it down. Then, step two, organize the why. This may be a little misleading because there's kind of two different things that I kind of want to say. On the blog post, it talks about character. But here, I want to talk about character and your filmmaking personality. I just feel like this is important to say before anything. So you want to write this screenplay. Awesome. By all means, go for it. You should be an amazing screenwriter for saying, I want to do this, and you're motivated. You want to accomplish something that's really important for your filmmaking career. Just... That's great on its own. But then you also have to think about, why am I writing this screenplay? Why is this story essential to tell? As long as you can answer that question with a really, really strong answer that has your opinions, your beliefs, everything about you and your style and what you want to say all into it, you're good. 
But if it's not as strong as you hoped, you should start thinking. Let's reassess what I'm doing here. Maybe you need to add some elements that will really make you stronger in wanting this. Wanting this story to come to life in a film. Or maybe you just need to start with something else that you know you really want to do. And then come back to this. Maybe you'll have a stronger why later. But never throw out an idea. I have thrown out ideas and then I get angry because they could have worked. So then I go back to them and then I start working on them. So never throw out an idea. Just give it some time. But the main thing that I was talking about in the blog post that I will say here, all about character. Every character has a why. Who they are, where they came from. They have a backstory. You need to know this backstory as the writer. Because if you don't, the issue is you won't really be able to relate to your character. You won't be able to craft the right scenario, the right reactions for them. And it just won't seem as personalized to that character. What I mean is, let's assume you just have a bland character as your main character. Your protagonist is just some average Joe. We'll call him Joe. And he went to get some coffee. He comes back. And now there's a post-apocalyptic scenario just happening where everyone's dying and... Yeah, he's the only one left on the planet. This is just your average Joe. He just went to get some coffee. And we have no idea who he is. And now we have to start relating to him. But the audience is like, I just don't feel this connection because he's too generic. That is just a little too light for your character. Instead, what if you had a retired military worker who had seen all of the effects of battle and war, people dying, and most of his workers and fellow military officers had passed away, and he was one of the only ones left on his team. And then he came back from his journey and adventure, and he was just heartbroken. His family was glad to see him, he was glad to see them, but he just felt like something was missing in his life. He didn't want to see death again, and he was just so solemn about everything. So then one morning he had to do something. He had to go to an office meeting because he had to get another job for whatever reason. Then, he went to get some coffee to start his day, and then he leaves post-apocalypse scenario. Everyone's dying. Inside, his mind, his heart, they're all breaking because he knew he didn't want to see death again. He didn't want to see people struggling because he wanted to struggle for them so they didn't have to live like this. And now he has to see this, and he's trying desperately to help everyone, but many people are dying. And he knows this can't end like this. And now he wants to find who's behind this entire thing. Why is he causing people to suffer? And he wants to get revenge on that person to show them that people dying is never the answer. That is a full character background. We get to see exactly who he is, where he came from, and his why. Why is he getting coffee? Because he has an office job. 
And why is he, like, stepping out for this post-apocalypse scenario? We don't know yet, but we know what he's going to do in response to that. Instead of the average Joe, where he was just no emotions, just getting a coffee for no reason, and that's it. That's a pretty bland story on its own. So organizing this why, this character background of who your character is, where they came from, what they like and don't like, what they hope for for the future, that is going to help your story really shine. Because then the audience will think about, you know, I don't want death for anyone. Or maybe there's other military officers who were retired and they're watching it and they're thinking, yeah, I thought that too after I came back then you're going to be able to relate your audience to your character. They're going to be sucked into the story, and you will be able to finish your job as a screenwriter effectively. So as long as you can write down beforehand, before you start, who your character is, what they've gone through past experiences, and what their beliefs are, just anything that you know that's happened in the past for them to really become the person that they are in the story presently, then you'll be able to have a solid character. Step three, plan out the basic plot of the story. So you've written down all of the facts that you've known from step one, everything that you know about your story, your character, whatever. And then step two, you focused on your character a little bit more. Now, you're going to revisit those ideas that you jotted down for your plot and start creating real scenes. Just basic. It doesn't have to be every single thing because then you're pretty much just writing the screenplay by writing every little detail and all that. Just as long as you have a basic gist. For instance, scene one of the better character movie with this military officer. Maybe scene one... He wakes up, and he's in his room, and he's just kind of thinking to himself about what he believes and what he's hoping for for this job. So then, he gets dressed, he goes into his kitchen, eats something, and then leaves. We could break that down into a few scenes, right? But that basic thing of just him getting ready, and then his thoughts running through his head, maybe there's a voiceover, something's happening inside, that you can write down and i have a little tip for that as well if you don't know who robert rodriguez is you need to know robert rodriguez is one of the former low budget filmmakers that came out with his amazing film el mariachi which he made with seven thousand dollars and he was a lab rat for the medical industry to be able to get this money so he went to mexico and he filmed under the regular budgets of like millions of dollars. He did it. And it looked professional. And now he's back into the industry with millions of dollars in his own budgets now. But he had a trick that he used for his first movie. Using index cards and legal pads. So with his index cards, he used each one as a scene. At the top he would write what the scene would be called... And it was just like, for instance, like bedroom scene one or something like that. And then he would write down, like, man gets up and gets dressed, voiceover of blah, 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 what he's thinking. End of the story. 
that's basically an outline of what your scene is. Then, if you get a bunch of these different index cards, a bunch of different scenes that you plan out, now you have an idea of how you're going to screenwrite. I've used this for my own feature, Scars of a Girl, and it was so effective. I loved it. Because I have, I still have the index cards, and I've written the screenplay already, but those index cards, I had them right next to me while I was writing. And I went through each one and then made however many scenes. Sometimes one would represent a few, sometimes one would represent one. But I would have it there, and I knew exactly which part I was writing, and then what elements I needed to have. I would write it, move on to the next one, move on to the next one. So great. He also used legal pads. What he would do is after he wrote down everything, and he kind of wanted to get a little more detail of what was happening, he would write on a legal pad for each card a little more detail of what's happening. So instead of man gets up, he would say, man gets out of bed, thinking about his beliefs or whatever happening in the voiceover. He gets dressed, goes downstairs to the kitchen, and picks up a granola bar. He eats it in silence while his voiceover is running through his head. Then he rushes out the door and is walking down the sidewalk. Something like that. He would clip it to the index card, and then now, when he's screenwriting, it would be there with even more detail and information. I did that for the first few of my index cards because I had more of a vivid idea of what I wanted for my beginning. And then after that, it just kind of was building on its own. I didn't really need the elements to be there with all of that detail from the legal pad, but I did have it for the beginning because I knew I had specific things I wanted to include. And it was right there. I knew exactly what I needed. I put it in. It just worked like a charm. It was amazing. So I think you should be doing this too. As long as you have index cards at all or anything, any piece of paper, write down the basic parts of your scene. And then on a separate piece of paper that you clip, you can put down even more detail of just the basic rundown of what's going on. If you have ideas for dialogue, put it there too. I did that for a first few. Just do it. Because then you have an easier structure of exactly what's happening in your plot. But there is a warning. You will need a lot of index cards. I'd say, depending on how long your film is, get two packs of index cards. And then you can use it for a few films or one or two. But as long as you have enough very important because you're going to need a lot of index cards, a lot of paper slash legal pads. And step four, set everything up and sit down to write. So using all of the past steps, you have a basic understanding of different elements of your film. So you know everything about just random details and you organize them together to create a character backstory and a really solid plot foundation. So now you can combine all of the information that you've given yourself in planning, sit down to write. So now you get to sit down in your little space, put your index cards and your clipped paper slash legal pad pages next to you in order, look at the first one, open up your screenwriting software, and just get going. Now, you don't really have to worry about, now I don't want to write, I don't really know, you don't really have to worry about these weird feelings of I know what I want, but I don't know how to do it. It's already there for you. 
and they're already your opinions of what you want, you don't have to do that anymore. It's already done. So wonderful. But here's a few extra little things to keep in mind while you're writing. First of all, just breathe. You can do this. I know there is some doubt and you need some motivation. Here's your motivation. Just do it. You can do it. Everyone can do it. But only those who stay motivated and really believe that they want to do this will be able to do it. So as long as you're just, you have everything you need. I've given you everything and you have done all of the preparation tips. Just get going. End of the story. You can do this. Also, don't let that nasty little editor that's in your mind, that's trying to tell you, no, you can't do that, you can't do that, just shut it off. And I know it's hard to do, but sometimes when you start to write and you know what you want and you're just writing and then that editor inside says, that's not good, it's not at all, you need to do it again, don't get hung up on yourself for that. Because then you're going to be focusing on the first scene that's only two seconds long in the film. You're going to be focusing on that for a few weeks when that's not necessary. Just write something down. Even if in your preparation it didn't really come out the way you wanted, leave it. Because there is still revision. And then that's going to be a separate episode. But just write it. And then later you can look at it, read it again. Maybe if you have a better idea then of what you want, then you can change it. But for now, just write it down. You have it there. And it's also like a placeholder. Maybe you'll like it later. You never know. Then also, it's good to put on some background music while you're writing because then it'll help you really just focus, close out the entire world of reality and just be focused on your own world that you're trying to create, your own story. Then it'll just help you stay in peace. It's very nice. I do that a lot. It can be with words. It can be without Whatever really helps you to focus best. Also, this is not a chore. You want to write this to write on a story that you assessed your why before, of why you wanted to do it. And by now, if you have a strong opinion of why you're doing it. You have a strong reason and answer for why this story needs to be told by you and your style. So if you really want to do this and you're writing this to hopefully become a film later, then you need to make it your passion instead of making it your chore. This is something you want to do for you. So don't let that really annoying part of you again that will tell you, no, this is really annoying. I don't want to right now. Just do it for yourself. Don't do it for other people. Because it is your voice, not anyone else's and it's also your idea. Those are the four steps that I've given you to kind of help you shake things up with your writing and stay organized. As long as you organize yourself beforehand, before you even start writing anything, just take that time to prepare yourself. That will definitely help you later in the long run because you'll be able to just have more peace of mind of your organization. Everything's already there for you. You don't have to think about it on the spot. What am I going to put now? It's already there, so you don't really have to worry about it unless you are vague. If you're vague, that's not going to help you very much because then it's going to be a placeholder on its own in preparation. Put down as much as you can in preparation stages to organize yourself and just have it there. 
even if it is vague, just do your best to paint a little picture in your head of kind of what you're thinking to put there so that way it's not such a surprise when you're writing. But also, if it's late in the story and it's not in the beginning, it may also solve itself. Because if you're in the middle of your story and you already have this amazing beginning and your climax is coming and you kind of know what you want to get there to build, you won't really need all of your index cards and all of that information that you've gathered for yourself, even if it's vague, because you'll be on your own road. But for those times when it's difficult and you can't really come up with anything, it's nice to have those index cards there because you want to make sure you do include every element that you were planning. Because then, what's the point of planning if you didn't include it? But these preparation stages are crucial to having a great story. So I hope that you use these tips and that they were helpful to you. And now that you're ready to get going with your writing and craft an amazing story that will become an amazing film that I will go personally to see in theaters. So thank you for listening. Take these tips to heart and... I hope to have you in the next one.